0: I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, August 23rd. The new Rick de Cristofaro Early Learning Center in Quincy is expected to open early next year. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch says the new center on Old Colony Avenue will be dedicated this October and then begin accepting students early next year. The project is now ahead of schedule. The city purchased the building from Eastern Nazarene College and is converting it into a new center to provide specialized education to students with learning disabilities. The new center will provide space for about 300 students in all grade levels who are currently educated out of district. Officials say the new center will save on transportation costs and also provide specialized education and allow students to remain in the city. Planned improvements to Faxon Park in Quincy include pickleball courts, a new picnic pavilion, and a frog pond. About 50 residents attended a recent meeting with Ward 2 Counselor Anthony Andronico to discuss planned upgrades to Faxon Park along with Parks Department officials. A new access road from the Falls Boulevard side of the park may also be added but it would not be a cut-through road. Officials say the Frog Pond could also be used as a splash pad in the summer and a skating rink in the winter. Part of the $3 million rehabilitation project that's going on at Mount Wollaston Cemetery in Quincy includes the refurbishing of four Civil War-era cannons. Mayor Thomas Koch Says those cannons will be sandblasted and repainted and then reinstalled. The cannons were donated to the city in 1897 by the Paul Revere Post 88 of the Grand Army of the Republic. They were formerly housed on board the U.S. Constitution and were built in Boston. Investigators renewed the search for the body of Anna Walsh, a missing mother from Cohasset yesterday, as police descended on Peabody. The search by state police did not yield any information, according to the Norfolk County DA's office. It was prompted by two people in the Peabody community, unconnected to the prosecution of Brian Walsh, who had contacted investigators to say that the area could be of interest to them Brian Walsh, Anna's husband, faces charges including murder and misleading police in the case. He has pleaded not guilty. The search came a day before a pre-trial hearing for Walsh. Also yesterday, prosecutors in the Walsh case submitted a memo saying that they are awaiting DNA analysis from an independent laboratory and are expected to have those results in about two weeks. They did not elaborate. Anna was initially reported missing by her husband, who said she left early the morning of New Year's Day. But days later, after a search that included parts of Washington, D.C., where she worked for a major realty company, Brian Walsh was arrested on charges of misleading police. A Kingston man accused of deliberately placing large rocks in the middle of a highway for months, damaging a slew of vehicles, was released on $1,500 bail after being arraigned yesterday on numerous charges. 31-year-old Cameron Courier was arraigned in Plymouth District Court facing 20 charges that include malicious damage to a motor vehicle, an attempt to commit a crime. He is pleaded not guilty. Courier, who works as a road-line painter, did not respond to a request for comments. Investigators say there were at least 11 drivers whose cars were damaged when their vehicles struck boulders that were purposely left in the road by Courier. Kingston police say the rocks weighed between 15 and 20 pounds and started appearing in the roadway along Route 27 in Pembroke back in February. Detectives took over the investigation in June, finally apprehended Courier after posting an undercover detective in the woods now despite repeated attempts to do something about the tents and the trauma at Boston's Mass and Cass area there seems to be no solution that is working Boston Mayor Michelle Wu today is set to announce her vision for that troubled spot her plan hinges on reopening a drug treatment campus on Long Island relocating services away from the hustle of the city but that's about four years down the road. The bridge to Long Island was dismantled in 2015 for safety reasons. In June, the U.S. Coast Guard gave a tentative approval to rebuilding the bridge. But city of Quincy, where the bridge from the island would run, continues to oppose doing so. Members of the Quincy City Council recently sent a letter to members of the state's congressional delegation asking them to intervene. Federal transportation officials say they have worked with Attorney General Andrea Campbell's office and have identified a path forward for the so-called right-to-repair law that voters approved in 2020. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says vehicle manufacturers could comply with the data access law by using short-range wireless protocols such as Bluetooth ...to allow the vehicle owner or an independent repair facility authorized by the owner to access all mechanical data as defined by the law for that individual. The law, which was approved by nearly 75% of voters, is supposed to require manufacturers of motor vehicles sold in Massachusetts to equip any such vehicle that used telematic systems with standardized open-access data platforms that would allow vehicle owners and independent shops to access the data. Advocates framed the measure as an update to a 2012 state law that would improve competition by giving consumers and small businesses access to modern vehicle diagnostics. Opponents said it was a data grab that would allow third parties to gather personal information. Attorney General's office had previously announced plans to enforce the state's expanded right-to-repair law starting on June 1st. However, based on the letter from the feds, it appears the AG's office understands that the technology to implement the new law still does not exist. Massachusetts is giving undocumented students a better chance at a higher education. Governor Marahili says it's a change that will help everyone. Program, part of the state's $56 billion budget, For the first time, it provides undocumented students with a path to in-state college tuition. Anyone who attended a Massachusetts high school for three years is now eligible to receive in-state tuition and apply for state financial aid. Healy says this huge investment in the community will lead to more jobs, healthier families, and robust business opportunities. The Mass Taxpayers Foundation estimates the change will help about 350 students per year. Macy's says Massachusetts will be home to one of its new small-format stores scheduled to open in September. The store at the South Bay Center in Dorchester will be Macy's first small format location anywhere in the northeast macy says the small format store offers an immersive shopping experience within a 30 to 50,000 square foot store footprint previously open stores are located in off mall shopping centers and feature what the company says is a curated assortment of macy's fashion beauty and fragrance in 2020 macy's introduced the first iteration of its small format stores in the dallas fort worth area and expanded into the atlanta area 2021 Macy says it added more stores in 2022 expanding to the st louis and chicago areas the eight stores previously opened are known as market by macy's however the upcoming small format store set to open in boston Will bear just the iconic Macy's nameplate. A check of business news this morning: stocks are mixed. The Dow is down 174. The Nasdaq rose eight. and The S&P dropped 12. Asian stocks also mixed. The dollar was lower. The euro rose, and oil at 80 dollars a barrel. Sports: Houston beat the Red Sox seven to three. Series continues in Texas tonight at 8:10. The National Weather Service forecast for today, mostly sunny and a high of 77 degrees. Cloudy tonight, low 53. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, high 76. Looks like rain on Friday, the high 72, and still some scattered showers Saturday, high 76. For the boater, waves about a foot. Light northerly wind becomes easterly later today and a high tide right before 5 p.m. Sunrise at 559, set at 732. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Wednesday, August twenty third.